Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. We'd like to thank our listeners, uh, ongoing listeners, and our new listeners for tuning in to It's Worth Living. Uh, we know that uh, It's Worth Living would not be possible uh, without you. And so from the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you. We'd like to start this episode uh, today uh, looking into the areas of how we converse with others, language, and how language um, is something that we use on a regular basis. But oftentimes, do we really take the do we take the time to um, break down or even sit to reflect on how we respond to other people, especially if we are triggered or if we hear something that may not necessarily sit well with us? And so today's topic. Um, is entitled um, Explaining You, Expressing You. And the reason why for this topic is oftentimes we speak with body language. We speak oftentimes now in the society that we live in, um, many times email, text message, and uh, depending on what we hear, we respond. And oftentimes the response that we may give or we receive may not sit well. And so the question that we have then today is, how are we really taking the time, are we taking the time to look within ourselves and seeing if the way that we express and explain ourselves is either helpful or hurtful? We, we were speaking today and um, it was interesting how we talk, we speak about language and how, how um, with language people can speak, people can share without using words. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Pete, I think about 90% of our of language is body and mm -hmm. the rest is verbal. But it's so interesting how um, how I say yes can be interpreted to certain, certain people with a period. And some other people may hear an exclamation mark. Some other people can end it with a question mark due to how they interpret what's being said. And so tonight we wanted, we wanted to... Um, aim uh, in looking at or discussing how do we really um, engage with others uh, when speaking to individuals, even within ourselves, how do we interpret language? And so, today, so this episode is going to focus more on um, explaining you versus expressing you. Explaining you versus expressing you. So Pete, you know, I, I work with students and um, I'm sure language is totally different. Um, let's say, for example, if they've done something good, it's so funny. Every time that someone comes to my office, you can see their heart. It's like, you can see them like, why are you calling me in here? I have to tell them, don't worry, you're not in trouble. Oof. But those, here's the thing though, but those that are often in my office that know that they get in trouble, they just come in. Okay, yeah. when you when you what what is it this time? You know, exactly. it's different. Yeah, because they, like, mm -hmm. they did something and they, that's the reason they send them. They're like, I'm already in trouble, and they're just waiting for that punishment as opposed to uh, someone who been minding their own business, doing everything right, and then you ask them to go the same way you would have asked somebody who's getting in trouble. You see what I'm yeah. saying? When they get or there. even, or even um, 
even if they did, here's the thing sometimes, they know, they know that they've done wrong and they'll look at you straight in the face and say, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I have to ask them the question, you sure? So if I, you know, if I ask such and such, if, am I, if I, or if I look at the cameras, is the cam are the cameras going to say something different? And they look at you like, I, I, hey, I mean, you know, if you find something, let me know. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. And some, they're like, oh, I did it. And then there's others that's like, nobody didn't do it, but they really did it. So language is very interesting. And so I think over time, um, I believe that depending on who your audience is and, uh, you know, of course you, you don't necessarily learn someone um, the first day that you meet them, you have an idea, but over time, if you encounter, if you engage with someone over a period of time, you kind of have an idea of what their language is, how they express themselves and how they explain themselves. If they share something with you, you can tell, are you giving me the whole story? Are you giving me half of the story? Is it full? Um, do I truly have your full attention? You sound like you're, you know, um, you're pulled in one direction, you're distracted. And so language is very different. Um, I see that in children. I see that with the students that I work with. And so Pete, you working with adults. Um, how do you see language? How do you see when, when, when you're dealing with um, persons that, um, on a regular basis from a therapeutic standpoint, how do you see these individuals either explaining themselves or expressing themselves? And do they either work together simultaneously or do you see how there's a, a broad difference between the two? Well, sometimes as people, you know, grow in this line of work, you sort of see a lot of people, they tend to express it more and unable to explain, you know, certain things about themselves or feelings or whatever it is. Um, now, granted, in the grand scheme, if we're looking at it, expressing um, can be dangerous. It depends on what it is. Uh, while explaining is always a good thing, but sometimes some people just don't have the words to do it. So therefore they express it. And, you know, granted that might help, because if you don't have the words, just like children, they don't. If, if babies, for example, if they are hungry, they don't know the words to say "I'm hungry." So to yeah, to express this feeling of hunger, they cry, and then knowing that you haven't fed them for a few hours, okay, they might be hungry. Now, does that mean that that language always uh, works? Because if somebody you walk in and somebody starts fighting you without saying anything, that person is upset and angry at you. They're just expressing their feelings as opposed to explaining their feelings. You don't know. Person could use their words, right? They're adults. If they, but sometimes if they don't know how to express it, explain it, they express it, and that can be an issue. Now, the thing is, now some people don't know the difference between explaining versus expressing. You know mm -hmm. how uh, parents tend to use that term for their children all the time when their kids uh, uh, start start you know misbehaving or say things out of term or whatever they're like oh they're just expressing themselves is, isn't that a good thing though <laughs> i mean it, it, i'm all for expressing your yourself or who you are and, and things like that. but sometimes you sort of have to know where there's a stopping point if you feel me and yeah and, like to answer your question 
in my line of work, a lot of people tend to express it, express themselves more than explaining it. Now, in my job, then we then have to try to get, help them explain that because once you explain it, it's easier for you to come down, come with a solution. Because when you start using words, words tend to bring other words that you know that helps you connect the dots, and then eventually we come down with a solution. But if you're just expressing it. You are never gonna be able to explain it, or if you choose not to explain it, and you choose to accept that, you gonna get yourself in a lot of trouble. So, mm -hmm. so it, it basically, when it comes down to it, it's always good to gear towards explaining and then expressing. Now, the kids you work with, they already, if they already come in, that they've expressed their feelings already. That's why they're in trouble. They're coming to you now. Helping them explaining it may help you because the, the all, all feelings are based on something. It's connected yeah. to something. Yeah. It, nothing comes yeah. out of the blue. Nothing comes yeah. out of the blue. So once you've made that connection, how can it rectify so that the expression that you just you just exhibited doesn't happen again? You see what I mean? And yeah. anger tends to be one of the things that is that can be very dangerous when you express yeah. it. Also, love, right, can be dangerous too. Because if you are trying to express your love to a party who didn't understand what you explained in the first place, especially in the world we're living right now, we're talking harassment. Okay? That's true. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. You ever see somebody give someone a compliment and that turns to a thorn on their back because the way they said, it, the way the person received it, and that's another thing. The receiving end of the explanation or the expression can also be a problem mm -hmm. because, well, like we mentioned earlier, someone can send a text message that has no emotions in it, it's just words. But the person, because they're used to a certain way of these words being used towards them or from them, they take it as if you mean something specific when in general you might be asking or saying something very, very innocent. So I'm saying so the receiving end of it can be an issue if it is not properly communicated. So when you mentioned um, <clears throat> how individuals uh, on the other end like the, the person receiving the information being shared by um, person A, uh, their response can be triggered by something that happened in the past or someone had said something or did something to them that's either yeah. negative or positive. <clears throat> and so since exactly. we're focused on, so if we, let's say we talk about the negative, let's say for example, um, you sent someone a text. That's, that's one of the languages too. That text message, oftentimes mm -hmm. it can be interpreted depending on who you speak with. Because you know, you may send something to someone, um, have a good day, for example. Their response, what do you mean have a good day? It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, what do you mean? So they may interpret it differently. And I'm just giving it as, a, as an example how, you know, person A could have sent a message, but they're saying it from a genuine place, but person B hears that and they're ready to fight. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't I have a good day? Why would, you know, why, what, what's, what's going on today? You know, is there something, you know, is there something that I don't know about? So now person A, by expressing have a good day, they have to now explain to person B where they're coming from. 
in yeah. order for there to be clarity and understanding. And so, as you said, language is so, um, it's, uh, it can be tricky, mm -hmm. but as you know, as time goes on, as we get older or wiser, you're always, you have to really think wisely with how you share and what you share, who you share it with, understanding that, hey, what I can say to Pete, I may not be able to say to Annie because Annie may hear um, um, you sure you want that? As mm -hmm. I don't know how to make a decision. And Pete may say, yeah, you're right. I don't need that because X, Y, Z. Same words. Mm -hmm. Same words. Nothing has changed, but it's how it's interpreted. It's how it's received by whoever the recipient is. And so I've said this before and I forever will be saying this, you know, from, you know, in the future until I'm quoted over and over by different people, because I feel that we know communication is the base and the best thing, the best way to make things work. But we have no idea. And by we, I'm saying nobody has I uh the like uh, nobody can communicate properly, and mm -hmm. you know generally speaking, you know because here's here's an example based on what we're talking about the misinterpretation when somebody says something. Two coworkers who work together uh, happen to spend some time together outside of work. Usually when they come to work, if so if you know, because they work together and they work in the same department, when people go out and say, Oh yeah, where's where's the for example, where's um where's uh worker one? Uh and the worker two near say, Oh, I don't know, or she's not here or she's on her way, or you know, or I don't know, regardless what the situation is, always innocently respond like this. Now, since they spend that time together and they're trying to keep it to themselves. The same person came around and said, oh, we're so-and-so. Like, what? What, what do you mean, we're so-and-so? Why are you asking me? Why am I the one you're asking? So that, they, they, like, so now this whole confusion come as if now, because they're trying to keep something to themselves, they're assuming maybe somebody did see us and said something. Now, am I in trouble because I never, I don't think I said anything, but now you're asking a question that might gear up towards that. Is that the conversation you're trying to raise? So it becomes a bigger issue so yeah, this, yeah. this conversation where it usually is, oh, I don't know, or she's in the bathroom, or she's away, or she's off today, or something like that. You see what I mean? The thing is, we tend to take information based on what we're feeling that day. You see what I'm saying? Or what we're going through, or what we've, you know, the topic that was spoken. All of a sudden, we connect all of them and trigger that question. The idea of separating a topic. That's why when some people, two people are arguing, yeah, sometimes the conversation might relate to something that happened 10 years ago, but 10 years ago, that mm -hmm. conversation. But now, for some reason, it's part of this conversation today because you needed something to connect it with. And it made this whole thing be, uh, you know, a bigger issue than it, it should have been. Communication is great. But we have trouble communicating. That's why people don't know how to approach one person uh, to, to the other, to the other, and another to have an effective communication that will help. You know, I work with this couple who's been married for over sixteen years, and their relationship and their communication skills is so poor that you wonder how they got together in the first place. 
You see what I mean? But mm. the idea is what uh, what can we do to improve our body language, uh, our communication skills, in order for us to actually look at each question or each each conversation, unless we direct uh, we directly link them. Can we just express, I mean, explain what we have to say, explain the topic, explain this situation without having to, you know, let it blow out of proportion? Definitely. I totally agree. Um, as you shared it, I, I, what came to mind just now, Pete, um, is that, you know how life is like a lifelong, you're always learning. Same mm -hmm. with communication, same with expressing and explaining. You're constantly learning. You're constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that you may have said yesterday, you may not say the same thing today. Um, yeah. some, some way that you've expressed yourself in the past, you may learn to express it differently now. It could have been because of the outcome. You yeah. know, for individuals who are always aggressive or feel as if they have to get their point across. And, you know, they look at some past... They have to look within themselves. Why am I like this? Is it because of how I was raised, what I've seen mm -hmm. around me, or because someone had done something to me, I'm traumatized. And so because of the trauma, I've built up um, a certain level of um, needing to express myself in a way that you understand or that it puts fear in your heart. Yeah. The reality is, 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 is with you living like that. Are you living? Mm -hmm. Are you just living in a sense where I'm just protecting me for whatever reasons? You know, I, I have an example, um, a true story. There's an individual that I work with, um, a student, and uh, I would say the last two years, um, if he was triggered in a certain way, um, he would express himself in anger and then explain why he felt this way. Mm -hmm. He would express anger, and the anger got to the point to where it was very intense that um, he had to be spoken with a pull to the side because of what may occur or what, if he exploded or if the student exploded, what that would look like. So this year comes around, you know, uh, until he's matured and he said, hey, you know, if there's a problem, he'll come to my office directly before even blowing up and saying, hey, He'll express himself by saying, this is what I'm feeling, and then explain where these feelings are coming from. Then he would express, but I understand that me reacting in a negative way won't help the situation. So what I do is I'll come speak to you. Mm -hmm. So he now has something. He's created uh, a system that works for him. You know what I'm saying? To where even though the outcome may have been negative, but it turned positive because he was able to express himself by keeping himself calm, explaining where it was coming from, still keeping calm, and then expressing, well, this, at the end of the day, I know that the choices that I made can either help or hurt me. Help or hurt me. And so I think for all of us, too, when we wake up in the morning, it's almost like you have to remind yourself that it's a new day. Um, yes, there's going to be things that may not work in my favor or yes, something that I'm still dealing with in the past 10 years that is still haunting me, that I'm still not able to shake off. But I think that even in those moments, you have to constantly thrive, you know, thrive, strive 
to get to the place to where you you have to ask yourself, me feeling this way, is it helping? When you're able to explain yourself, explain to yourself by some of the things that you're expressing, how is it going to help me? And if it doesn't help, am do I have the capability of working with it to solve the problem on my own? Or do I have a support system that's going to help one or two individuals? It doesn't have to be a lot, but one or two important people that I know that are going to, that's going to hold me accountable that whether I do right or wrong, they're able to express to me and explain what I'm doing that's not helpful. And then in return, I can express and explain to them, quote unquote, how grateful I am for them to explain to me what I'm doing right or wrong and move forward. You know, and, and, and it's all good. And I, I don't know if we explained that and uh, if we explained the difference in the beginning. Yes. The difference between explaining and expressing. Because when people like people would say something and like, oh, yeah, he's expressing himself. No, he's, you know, he, he's reacting. Now, explaining yeah. is using your words. Expressing, on the other hand, is more of the gestures. And the, and the movements that you do. For example, someone who's expressing their anger might punch the wall or punch somebody. That's correct. Someone who's explaining themselves will say, okay, yeah, this is what happened and it just made me feel angry. That's explaining uh, your anger as opposed to expressing your anger. Expressing your anger would actually take the movement. Some people, they roll their eyes. That's how they express themselves, how they're really feeling. And if you mm -hmm. see it, then you're like, Yo, what does that mean? Now, not every expression can be interpreted by just looking at it. Sometimes you need, the, you need the word to match in order for you to really better understand why and how this person is feeling. These kids would act up in class. They're expressing whatever it is that's, that's going through their head. Mm. So if they explained it, they say, okay, like the young man, he said he's gonna come to you. He's gonna come and explain it to you and you can help him find a solution as opposed to expressing it in class that would get him sent to you because of what he did to express it. I remember reading this somewhere from this author. He said, explain your anger, don't express it. And it will open more door immediately and find a solution instead of arguments. So you open the door and find a solution instead of finding an argument. If you got, mm -hmm. if you if you just express it, then it becomes a fight, an argument, mm -hmm. a, you know, a, a crazy situation that now needs to be handled. As opposed to if you had explained it, that could either change the situation or remove you or whatever it is, just to help you maintain your composure. Mm -hmm. So exactly. we have to make sure not only these kids but people, because yeah. a lot. Of a lot of adults don't know that either. And I'm hoping people are really thinking, oh, okay, after listening to this episode. Not because, you know, they just didn't know who, but at least it's, it is now clear the difference between explaining and expressing it. Explaining it is much better than expressing it for most things. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You know, we talk about expressing love. You, you are showing love to somebody who didn't even know there was love in the picture. That can be not only insulting, but that can that can also be dangerous for you. Mm. You, know? you don't know how the person is gonna think whatever you are, you are offering. So you yeah. probably should yeah. you know, let them know how you feel about it first before you try to express it. 
Definitely, definitely. While, while, while the two um, can definitely um, be put in two different categories, mm -hmm. they kind of work simultaneously as well. They kind of, of work hand in hand. Um, and so it's important for us, to our listeners, that we have an understanding of how we're expressing even before we engage with someone else. Are we in our right mind? And when I say in our right mind, are we in a place where um, we can be cordial? Are we in a place where it's coming from a place of care and not vindictive? Um, are we coming in a place where we're not looking to get the upper hand? Are we coming in a place where I'm still able to share how I feel and not attacking, but being able to share what's going on um, and not trying to take the anger out on you, if that makes sense. Uh, so explaining, explaining you, expressing you, not only works for you, our listeners, but also works for us, myself, Pete, and just everyone here on earth. It's important that we take the time to examine ourselves, you know, look within ourselves, look within inside of us and ask those simple questions when I engage with others, especially when someone has done something to me that may have been hurtful, am mm -hmm. I coming in a place where I can express myself but leave a dignity? Because that's important. Being yeah. able to leave where there is no um, um, regret, um, leaving without having thoughts of, and why did I do that? I should have done this differently. But you thoroughly think before you do anything, you examine and you thoroughly think which direction I'm, am I going to go. And even if the person decides to go left with the conversation, which then would encourage me to express myself in a negative way, you have to explain to yourself, you have to speak into your mind that I have a goal in mind. Yeah. I've already set something up and let me stick to it. Yes, it may, it may not be easy. Yeah, it may be difficult, but think about the consequence. If I do it this way, what are the consequences? So I think it's important that we always keep our minds on the goal. We have a goal in mind, whether it's, you know, because we have goals for work, we have goals for home, we have goals for extracurricular activities, but do we have goals for ourselves as far as how do we able, are we able to explain and express you or me um, with the end goal in mind, knowing that I've not only given my best, but I'm speaking in a place that is mature, that is um, honest, that is caring, most importantly, that both parties can leave knowing that um, it's genuine and it's real. It's yeah. genuine and it's real. That's the key. Well said, well said. Yeah, so hopefully the audience listening would, you know, take this into consideration when it comes down to, uh, you know, communicating with other people, especially when you know the uh, communication line hasn't been 100%, and you know there may, there may be misinterpretation, whether it's via text or even in person, because I have been, I've spoken to people who say something and their face means something else. <laughs> their face is expressing something different, so if they're able to, you know, calmly and and in a you know respectful manner, ask to explain some of these some of the mixed messages, hopefully, we'll be able to communicate a lot better moving forward. Um, 
but this life has so many surprises, so many new things to get used to, so many things to learn in general. If we don't, um, if we don't do that, we'll never be able to have an effective communication without having a fight in the middle of it. I've seen friends Definitely. fight for little miscommunication, simple mm -hmm. things that can be resolved by just a quick explanation as to, or even a quick question. When you send this text, or when you said this, the tone changed. Is that what you really meant, or is it just? me reading it so much into it because that happens if we just had an argument with someone and they sounded like that even if they meant it and then you come to this person who expressed something very similarly but didn't actually meant it because you know i've said things i've said i've used words people don't get or they don't understand I just ask remember i taught in the class so my accent tend to be uh, uh questions every now and then if they thought I pronounced something one word versus another it can be a miscommunication for some people I mean I, I've, I've dealt with enough people who uh, who speak different languages and have to pronounce things differently to understand but man, sometimes you just have to double check to make sure what you heard is what you sometimes I've said something I'm like wait is that what I really said but knowing yeah. what my mind and what came out of my mouth, I know it's two different things. But you know, Definitely. it doesn't hurt to explain. Yeah, practice makes perfect. Yeah, I don't That's believe it. that though. I think <laughs> it makes permanent. <laughs> if you practice it wrong, it's never gonna be right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I've always, I always told my class that, and they they always had different uh, way of explaining why they feel certain. But yeah, if you practice it. Properly, yes, it will be perfect. So practice basically makes permanent because the more you practice it, the more permanent it stays wow. in. Now, practice. if you practice, yeah, if you make it, if you practice it wrong, you're always gonna do it wrong. That's permanent too, negative positive. Okay, and exactly, so, it's gonna stay permanent. Yeah. So at the end of the day, whenever we practice, let's practice to the point to where um, we get it right. Yeah, you yeah, you, you you once you've once you've mastered how it is done, like for example, I used to teach well, I say used to, but you know, from time to time I still do drum drum corps, right? So when you're teaching, you see these kids, the people who already know it, they would go very fast when they're doing it. That's the first player diddle. It's a combination of different strokes. Yep, okay? it, it yeah. So when the way you do it, it doesn't just come naturally fast. The teacher will always teach them you do it slowly once you've learned the pattern properly slowly you start speeding up before you know it you don't even have to look you just it just sounds like that but if you're doing it improperly it's somebody who knows how to play will hear the difference and they will know even it doesn't matter how fast you're going it's still going to be wrong because you practiced sure. it wrong sure. <laughs> you're great at doing this wrong basically yeah yeah makes sense <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it's just a matter of us trying to figure out who we are and how we're gonna get along in this world. Everything has their own beat for us That's to figure right. out. That's right. Yeah. With those in mind, we're gonna remind everybody: you are remarkably made. I am remarkably made. We're all remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living. <laughs>